This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Ready to get geeky with everybody here tonight. We have our awesome crew assembled. Assembled. Everything's working. Everything's going great. First of all, from Studio C in the D of Dormont, PA is John Chichilla. He's the gadget guru, gadget guru at uh, Big Bank International. That means something else. I'm, I'm the gadget gadget. You're the Gidget Gadget? I felt I felt like you were gonna pull like a Captain America awesome cast assemble. I was I was leaning towards <laughs> it. I was um I was definitely kind of kind of teasing it a little bit, I suppose. But uh um a, a, another part about of the awesome trifecta with us once again, the Dudders. Katie Dudas with us on the line. Hello. <laughs> ah, look, it's a it's a baby Yoda. <laughs> it's a soft baby Yoda. It's a soft baby Yoda. Nice. Huh? Nice plushie to to Very baby Yoda. Is there anything out yet? I keep thinking, oh wait, maybe this is the Mandalorian trailer, and then it's the Rickroll video. Um, no. it, he, I, I I've clicked on that thing three times, thinking it was the right one. It was like, oh, maybe it's this one. No, 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 it, no. I I like images. I thought I saw a tweet about images today. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's it's. It's coming. It's going to start coming out like the day before I leave on my uh, uh, Sorg Across America tour. So, uh, yes. <laughs> so thank you for that, Mandalorian. <laughs> but that's okay. Well, we we have cell service. Well, thank you guys for joining me once again on this great Tuesday. Um, uh, but uh, uh, this is the Awesome Cast. Please go check out everything on AwesomeCast.com. Uh, you guys can subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. It is up AwesomeCast at SorgatronMedia.com. AwesomeCast on the Twitter. AwesomeCast on the Facebook. And the great Awesome Cast Facebook group. There's a lot of stories. We'll have a couple in here um, uh, from the week that was uh, that you guys submitted here and some commentary as well uh, uh, where we, we share a lot of those kinds of stories. We're also live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We're on the Facebook Live. We're on the Periscope as well as the YouTube page, all for Awesome Cast, and of course the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. So wherever you are right now, if you're watching this live, if you're hanging out with us right now, why don't you go ahead and hit a like, hit a share, get this live a bit out there so we can get a few people in the chat room and uh, and, and, and and roll with things too. Um, you can also uh, hit up our audio partners that's been streaming us over the forty five the 405 media.com and our friends over at postindustrial.com that's been sharing some awesome casts as well and other great podcasts in the Pittsburgh area. Want to give a shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash awesomecast. You guys are supporting the show. We really do appreciate that. We'll be kicking you some extra 
content that is no longer on the live stream for everybody. It's just it's exclusively for you guys out there. So uh, thank you so much for you guys on the Coffee Club level. Matt Weller, John DeGore, and John Carmen. On the Fan of the Show level, Michael Fedor, uh, our friends at pghmuseums.org, Professor Buzzkill, a great podcast at professorbuzzkill.com, and Dave Potter of the Tiny Shutter Podcast. You guys, again, can support the show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Guys, let's get into our awesome things of the week, and let's kick off with our apple. I had to pick the A word. I had to pick a, an A word. Uh, is it Animal Crossing, Apple, or Game Boy are my choices this week? Let's start with Apple because that's actually a bit of, um, I, mean, I guess that's kind of the big anticipatory news coming up here uh, in the next week, right? Chilla? Yeah, so yeah, Apple announced what is September 15th. They will be giving us a super hyped presentation of everything that we should purchase. Um we always it's always interesting when they send out their invite because they're everyone tries to hypothesize what what and why the logo is the way it is what what the different colors mean why the lines are where they are um this one was interesting too because <clears throat> when you check out the announcement page there is on iOS an AR option Hmm. Um, I did not get to play with this yet. I noticed it right before the show, but it looks like the logo, the logo looks kind of like you took a shoelace and (laughs) wrapped it around itself enough and looped it enough to make the Apple logo. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm guessing it's way more three dimensional than that. And it's a three dimensional Apple logo the other thing that i saw today funny enough too was there is a dedicated twitter emoji for the hashtag apple event so if you put hashtag apple event on twitter you will get a special light i don't know if you would call it a cloud blue but a light blue um logo or um apple logo in your twitter feed hmm well, I'm looking. I'm seeing if I can find the uh, the the AR thing on the phone. Um, this was something that uh, Dave Potter actually had had shared as well. Uh, I had it in here too, and he had. We're some, just the same person. It's okay. Yeah, you and Pot. <laughs> I've never seen the two of you in the same place. So um, I'm gonna say, I mean, you might have been on here from two different places, which means I've still never seen you in the same place technically. So a lot of special effects. A lot of special effects. Um, uh, he was saying uh, also from Mark Gurman, uh He was he, who's usually a pretty good source for Apple news that is not official yet. Uh, he said he's been told there won't be an iPhone until October. This is for the iPad and Apple Watch in all likelihood. I still see them announcing the iPhone. I don't. So I, I think don't, that doesn't. Track I think they're for going me? to announce. I think they're going to announce one of the phones. Okay. I think they're going to announce the baseline. Okay. Like that's and I think that we're going to get the pro, whatever one they're most prepared for, right? Yeah. So, which which makes sense if they could, you know, if 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 that if the if the my lights on for some reason, uh, if the uh, uh, supply chain is messed up, can you squeeze one out? And maybe that's what they're doing, right? So and I think we didn't we see this we we saw this with the first iteration of the pro. It was like a month. Okay. 
pre-orders, I think they announced them simultaneously, but the pre-order started a month later. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling we're going to see a couple other devices before the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think they're going to spread the wealth um, out. And maybe we won't see the spring up. They they don't always do the, what is it, the April Mm -hmm. announcement. Maybe we won't see an April announcement. I don't know. I, I'm guessing the supply chain. I didn't realize this I was, until I was talking to someone out of New York. Um, the New York City schools provided all of their students with iPads. Holy crap. Um, so can, if you can imagine what the supply chain on that's like. <laughs> wow. It's not even. I know our school, so, our local school district did Chromebooks and they were heavily constrained. So I'm curious because my mother just bought a new iPad too. It, it was from Best Buy though. So maybe that makes a okay, difference. So my iPad Pro is, is back ordered like a month and a half. And Jeez. I think I saw the same thing. And she had, I mean, she got from a one, Amanda Narcissi who works for Apple. She got a standard iPad, one twenty eight, uh, uh, megabyte, gigabyte, megabyte, gigabyte, gigabyte, gigabyte. Uh, what? Gigabyte, gigabyte. I, I forgot. I forgot what decade I was in. I've watched some old movies. Um, but <laughs> and um, um, yeah, no. She said, yeah, it's it's. I I don't know. She said when it's coming, but it's from from Best Buy. So I didn't hear that it was uh, a weird order thing. Um, and it's probably whatever they have in stock, right? So, um, mm. so there's that too. Uh, uh, Katie, this has to be torturous for you because I know you're waiting for the announcement on the next phone you're buying because of your yeah. cir- circumstances. Yes, I, I am just, it's bo- driving me bonkers because like I said, I'm probably not going to hear anything until October for sure, what they're all going to have. And I really want to replace this phone because my screen is super cracked. Mm-hmm, and I mean, mm-hmm. the packing tape is still holding well in case Good. you're keeping track at Good. home. The packing tape is still working well. There are some issues because it's the bottom of the keyboard uh-huh. um, where I do have to pay attention to how long I touch the screen because I've accidentally, uh, I, don't, if, I don't know if you've ever played in, in the uh, iMessage when you're texting and if you hold down too long, it'll pop up like the little guy and it'll, re- it'll respond with like the quick responses. Yeah. And there were a lot of times I was telling people thank you randomly because I just touched the screen for too long <laughs> on my packing oh, tape. Oh, that's what... That's why our me- that's why our messaging has been getting awkward lately. Okay, <laughs> yeah, blame the phone. <laughs> look we, at this horrible look at this horrible thing that Facebook's doing. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do have to admit, I took the eleven out for a ride because somebody got an eleven, mm-hmm. and it happened to be a huge full moon over um, downtown, and we went to see the West End Overlook, mm-hmm. and we took the my ten and the eleven uh, up to the Overlook, and I could not believe the night um what's that called the night mode and Mm. it looked like daylight in these photos wow it was unreal i was having way too much fun wow (laughs) so yes i'm very much looking forward to an upgrade in my camera Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and all that good stuff awesome can't wait can't wait still still holding out my eight plus hope it's it has not really it it has not failed me just yet so it's going strong so and it's paid off so and missy's phone pays off in like a month so my dog my dog has some issues right now uh katie tell me about phone too katie tell me about your uh your awesome thing over there all right so animal crossing has got at least a decent update we did hit fall in september in a new month so usually that means something new is coming out 
Um, I do have to admit I was getting a little bored with Animal Crossing because hey. I just kind of ran out of things that I really wanted to do on it. And uh, But now we're going to fall, hey. and you can shake trees yeah. and find pine yeah. cones and acorns and new recipes, which is fun. Uh, so if you're into fall-type things, uh, that's going to be exciting. There's new bugs and fish. And it seems like, well, his, one of the issues that I run into playing Animal Crossing is I hey. shake trees and I get attacked by wasps. So to find more pine, you know, pine cones and acorns, you're shaking trees, sometimes multiple times. So this will just only up the opportunities for me to get stung by wasps on the game. Well, but because, it, because it's fall, will they, the wasps go dormant? I thought so, but no, I got stung. <laughs> <laughs> you got to like, wait, hey, another, if wait another like 15 days. It's based on what geographic region you're also in. You know, the North, Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere have two different things going on right now as far as, like, um, bugs and stuff go. Bugs and fish and stuff. So that's fun. So, yeah, I'd have to find some friends in the Southern Hemisphere <laughs> <laughs> to go find some additional bugs. But, yeah, it's so it's something interesting. They haven't released the um, Halloween stuff. I don't think we're going to see that till the next update in October, which I'm very excited about because I love Halloween things and spooky stuff. But uh, some of the fun things I saw with that, I actually started, I peeked online, where um, you can get different masks, like spooky masks, and different spooky masks scares different uh, residents in your, on your island. And depending on, you know, if you actually scare them, they drop candy. And it sounds like they're going to do a lot for Halloween, which I'm excited about, because we good. really need something fun for Halloween this year. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, bring it on, right? Yeah. Please. <laughs> as much as you can pile on, please and thank you. That's awesome. Uh, I don't know if you saw. So I guess a quasi follow up to last week. I, I don't. I didn't put. In, I don't think I ended up putting it in a rundown. But I found a story, and I sent it to you, Katie, at least, um, in on Slack. Uh, it there was somebody running for prime minister. I think he might have been the current prime minister, perhaps in Japan, and he did something similar as the Joe Biden campaign campaign that you talked about last week, where he was campaigning in Animal Crossing. But Nintendo suspended him because there's some rule, I think, in the terms of service of Nintendo about mm-hmm. political campaigns from Nintendo of Japan. So this is Biden is still in the in the in the in the area for it, right? Um, here in America, there's no ruling there. But um, but I, I thought that was interesting. I know I know you you got a quick look at that story, right, Katie? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it's but it's mm-hmm. I also read an article that they're starting to see because of what happened with the Biden campaign. Um, they're going to start paying more attention to what's happening on Animal Crossing yeah, because it could yeah. very easily become political, politi- politicized. There we go. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be an escape, guys. Come on. Yeah. That's what Facebook's for. Man, <laughs> man, <laughs> man. Been dropping a lot of fact checking articles this week, by the way. Yeah, uh, you've been doing really well with that. <laughs> Literally, I was sent something and I just blasted them with three different articles that said it was false from legitimate sources so it's like ap Reuters and uh, uh reuters and uh i think usc today was the other one i just went boom 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 and it was like a quick search so i'm like here they are here just do do your homework um minute to google please that's I, i'll go on and aside on that like if you like there's a lot of disinformation going on and, and matt carlin shared another one that was from a couple weeks ago that i had a question mark on um if you see, like, I, I don't engaging with people and saying they're an idiot for believing this or something like that does not help anybody. But if you can find a legitimate source 
that says this is BS, especially, especially these Facebook posts that are literally a copy and, te- copy and paste text thing or a screenshot of a tweet. I mean, uh, that, that cuts off who said the tweet. So when I do something like that or if I find something like that, I go find the Twitter. So mm-hmm. you can follow up and say, who the F is this guy, right? Uh, oh, he's a doctor of this, this, and this. He talks about this, this, and this, and, and this is the kind of stuff he tweets about. Like, you can do that. Like, like most probably won't, but I think it adds validity to it, and uh, you know, hopefully that's helpful. But when I see something like that, it's like, I have to do something. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I can't take... I just can't. I, I I have to be proactive with it right now, especially the kind, especially the people that I see sharing it. Right? It's like I want them to do better here. You know, here's some resources. So sorry. Okay, that's an aside. I'm done. I swear. Let's talk about video games. Uh, <laughs> some more. <laughs> um, and we'll start fact checking on Animal Crossing. But hey, so this was one a researcher. Uh, a, a researcher created a Game Boy. That doesn't need batteries. This solves all my problems. Uh, <laughs> it's a solar. It's a little screen. It's a solar Game Boy. I think it takes the cartridges themselves. I got a little bit of audio there. I'll get rid of that. Um, and yeah, it'll it'll run. It looks like it looks like it looks like they took a watch screen for playing the games on, which probably probably aesthetically like is a better resolution than that original Game Boy screen. And I love their solar panels around. Like what would have been the bezel of the of the uh, the Game Boy screen, and across the bottom of it, it looks like it's a it looks like it's a little bit bigger than a than a Game Boy, um, and uh, the, so this was being put together. It's a DIY project. From it was they were presenting their findings for it or aiming to on the UbiComp conference on September fifteenth. Uh, so from the engage team, um, so there it is. Uh, that, that, that's that's kind of a fun little thing there. Um, a, a side note: I was watching the one and only Ivan, and the guy was playing an original Game Boy, so you knew what uh, about what era they were in uh, over on Disney Plus too. So I, I got a little small kick out of that too. Also, a very good that's movie. Awesome. Very good, nice little movie to watch with mom on Labor Day. <laughs> so I don't know what you guys think. You guys want to want a, a giant solar Game Boy to play? I I think. I I would go for it if that's what they did. Like it seems like from the document or the information, they should have just made the whole thing a giant solar panel. Mm-hmm. Just from what I was reading, it only runs for ten seconds uninterrupted. What? Before it needs to shut, it needs to shut down for a second. Oh no! And then oh, no. spin back up. Also, no audio. <laughs> hey man, we got it. <laughs> We got we got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I just think maybe get some more solar. We had so much. I mean, all those years of solar calculators, and we can't get our solar Game Boy going. Come on, come on! And how many years of technology with your Texas Instruments? You know, solar powered right boobs machine. Uh, <laughs> So uh, I don't know. It was it was kind of a fun thing, and uh, it, it's, it's wild to look at. I mean, look, looking at that uh, uh, crazy design, crazy boxy design, even more so than the Game Boy actually was, I guess. So, anyways, uh, hey, I want to give a shout out to our friends. Also, well, not solar powered because pizza needs electricity, I guess. 
Yeah, that segue didn't work. Our friends at Slates on Broadway supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with a perfect pepperoni pizza here in Beachview, Carnegie, and the East End. You can go check them out. And, uh, and of course, they've been super busy. I know anytime I hop down there, um, they've been uh, 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 really working out. I thank you, everybody, that's been supporting it. I'm getting messages from people, of course, throughout the lockdowns in the summer of uh people uh hanging out at our friends at slice on broadway uh thank you them for supporting the show for so long over there check them out slice on broadway.com okay we already talked about uh potter's uh apple event that he shared so there this is a leak i don't really like to do leaks but this is pretty out there and seems more or less confirmed um, we heard about there being a lower end Xbox next gen, basically. Uh, so, so it's going to be according to these rumors, which I think was leaked. Did I, is this the one that was leaked by Pringles somehow? Is that, oh, wait, wait, wait. Xbox did make it official on their, uh, Twitter account. It looks like, uh, but yeah, I think Pringles somehow leaked this through some strange <laughs> issue. Um, so it's going to be $300. It's not going to be 4K. So if you're like, I want the you know new games, new visuals, I want to look a little bit better, but I, I haven't invested a 4K TV, uh, this looks like a pretty decent deal. And uh, but it's, yes? It's not 4K, but it's 2K at 120 frames per second. So it's, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, above, it's, it's above 1080p. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is... It is moving. So even if you hooked it up to a 4K TV, you'll get a little bit better graphics than what you're doing on your regular HD TV, correct? Oh, definitely. So the, the thing that I'm very interested in is the hard drive mm-hmm. and the game, um, the game load time. Okay. Yeah, and that was one of the big things because they're going SSD for this. Um, says this is going to come with a five twelve gigabyte, a half a terabyte uh, uh, SSD, for instance. Now this does. So I wanted to double check on the specs on here. Four uh, K streaming media playback. So if you did, if you did hook this up to a four K TV, you'll get the media playback, and it will actually upscale games. So it's 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 like when you bought the Xbox Elite and you threw your DVDs in, and they looked a little better because they upscaled for HD, right? I mean, I still use it. <laughs> I, I think DVDs still look great on that thing, um, or on the Xbox One itself. So, so, but it's only like it, it's not pulling from HD 1K to 4K. Like it's still, you said, doing it at 2K. So, yeah. like 14, 1440p is 2K. Is is like 2K or okay. ultra high def? Okay. Okay. But it's got all the um, the late low latency of uh, the, the shading, the refresh rate, the the ray tracing through DirectX. Like it's still it's still a pretty pretty hopping piece of hardware, and it doesn't look like an obelisk. It actually, looks kind of like it's a bo- tiny. It looks it looks like a boombox actually. No disc drive. So if you're pretty like if you buy this thing and you subscribe to Game Pass, you are set. Really, right? For the most part. Oh yeah. Did- do you have, and I, and I apologize because I was looking at a different article today. I should have tried to find it and add it. I don't know if this one has it. Because of the leak, they actually released like the ad video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. In the, I think it's in this one. Yeah, we were just if showing you, it. it. Yeah. Did you see where they showed that like sliding inside the full? What? 
device. Hold on. So a second. they they actually like slide it into the device to show you oh, the size. I, mean, I see. I see. Hold tiny. on a second. Okay, I see that. So we got that video here. So there it is. There. Um. Yeah, it does look good. So it looks. And, and they said the other one is like like the box of the other one is like GameCube sized. Oh wow. Yeah, it's like it's less than half the size of it. It looks like. Wow. Um. So that's nice. If the other one ends up four or five hundred dollars, like this is not a bad. Like I feel like I'm going to know more people that, that own this edition of the Xbox than the uh, the other edition in like another year after these things come out, right? This is the I mean it, it, if something happens because I, man I I got a secondhand original generation Xbox One I expect that thing to croak on me sooner or later, right? Um, this it, I don't feel like it's going to hurt so much to get it like um, replaced slash upgraded, you know, after something like this comes out, so. Uh, feeling kind of okay about that. So, um, Katie, are, this this looks like something that would fit in your purse, <laughs> alongside <laughs> your alongside your your switch over there, right? <laughs> carry them all where I go. Wee. There you go. There you go. Welcome to my uh, say hello to my console sack. Put put an LCD <laughs> on one side and yeah. a solar panel on the other, yeah, and that's you're what, good. That's what you got. Oh, solar panel! I like that. I like that. But no, yeah, it could be like, like I remember uh, because I, I saw the video. The uh, the pro wrestlers had this. I we once interviewed um, AJ Styles in his hotel room uh, before he went to WWE, and he was one of those dudes that he rolls around. What console was it at the time? I think it was was it an Xbox? I think it was his PlayStation he had. But it was it's that thing where you have the case, you put the console in, you fold it up, and there's an LCD monitor for you to play on. So you don't have to worry about hooking up to anything, right? And God knows where you are um, um, around the world with that thing, right? And right. He's, he was just playing playing the games on it, like like that. You need that miniature purse solar powered edition, like it, it's like it, you know. Or man purse or merce for the rest for those gents out there. Uh but uh but yeah, that little bag and it just folds up. You got your solar, you're good to go. It'll be good. We have ideas. I just sold solar powered backpacks. Yeah. This might be a thing. <laughs> I've seen so I know some of the people I work with, not that I've seen them recently, but <laughs> they had solar panels on their backpacks that ran into a small battery pack mm. where the solar panel would charge the battery pack and then you could use the battery pack to power or charge a multitude of devices, which I thought was a pretty cool concept. And that's the thing. I, I think that Game Boy was doing a method where um, the solar power was more directly like a calculator or more directly kind of act with it, right? Mm-hmm. Versus, um, you know, otherwise. So, oh. Uh, let's see. That was, again, that was something that was submitted by The Riz and, uh, and the Silent Ninja. Check out Lord Sorg over on Twitch. He's been doing a lot of great stuff over there, too. Also, check out Riz Plays Games while I'm giving those out. Um, no, he was giving his thoughts on it as well. Um, pretty good option with no backwards compatibility DVD Blu-ray movies um though also he also just updated his pc <laughs> so you know this is actually the time probably to update your pc right yeah like in that in between time or at least just before the next console generation because you're really kind of getting ahead of things so anyways uh what do you guys want to hit up here in your stories uh daughters let's see uh so twitter has just this is something interesting for twitter 
Um, you know how you log into Twitter and you see a celebrity's name and you assume they died? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this shit. Well, wait, wait, wait. And then when you go to top tweets, like it's a bunch of people saying, oh no, did so and so die? Yes. Or, or, oh man, I don't know why this person's trending. And then, no, you never get to the reason they're trending in the first place. Yeah. Nope. So they, so they're trying to help us out, so we don't have to freak out and go, "Ah, oh, what happened to so and so?" Betty White's still okay, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they're adding this. So with the trend updates, they're adding more context. So now they're going to like include a headline and a short description, or maybe a top tweet underneath it. Mm-hmm. So then you don't have to go, "Oh gosh, why is this trending? Um, what's going on?" Because another thing with marketers is they like to drop jump on these trends. But at the same time, they don't necessarily take the time to look to see why that why it is trending. Yeah, <laughs> and we've seen a lot of mistakes with that in the past. Yeah, very uh, embarrassing. I I've, I've been noticing a, this a lot actually, because um, I, I I I've actually been using like Twitter Explorer as my kind of oh God, what's happening in the world today uh, source. <laughs> it seems to be a pretty good, a pretty good, uh, uh, um, you know, and then you get into the doom scrolling a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of my check-in for, for the news now. And I have noticed that and, and it's been helping a whole lot <laughs> with that context. Um, but then I, I kind of feel like I've seen the same tweets are over and over again too. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, with each, you know, thing, but, um, no, I think it makes a lot of sense, uh, with something like that. Also, mine's full of wrestling usually on Monday nights. <laughs> so um uh, uh chiller are you are you using twitter in this uh, uh kind of way i'm more of a i hit twitter like three times i i try to hit twitter three times a day mm-hmm. kind of morning afternoon and late evening and it's more for tech news so like most of the celebrities and stuff i just kind of scroll by for the most part um it's more of but i will also say and this is horrible of me if you don't have a picture i'm probably scrolling right on by Mm -hmm. so like i'm i'm more hitting the major news sources and less about the celebs um but i also have used it to look up there's a couple tech I don't know if you'd call them. There's a couple of tech accounts that are, that are primarily just around, hey, is this service up or what's the status of our service? Um, or I find myself even more than just scrolling. The only time I go through it to it during the day is if I see an article somewhere where it says, for more, look at this this tweet. Um. I find myself ending up more on Twitter because I clicked the link than I did just going there casually. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm getting old because like Facebook is like my typical go-to more than that to scroll just through it's friends, like, family, what's going on. It's where everybody else is and where we're correcting their stories that they're sharing. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, we'll go. I want to roll back to social media in a minute, but I, I got to get to this one because this is one that's been just, as somebody stated, my favorite story of 2020. <laughs> Can we talk about Amazon phone trees? Did you guys read about this? I think I had it in the notes last week. Did you? Oh, we didn't get mm-hmm. to it last week? Oh, well, there's a follow-up. There's follow-up. Good. 
because now we can do we can do two parts of the story. So the phone trees apparently like there's your your general contracted um um uh Amazon driver. And then there's an Amazon Flex situation that's kind of like an Uber Uber Eats kind of deal. So what is happening is uh with everybody signing on for this and the competition for things because of everything that's been going on uh, it, it seems that if you were one of these people that are like, you sit there and you wait for like a call to go get stuff at Whole Foods, right? Uh, that's been hard to do uh, because you're, the competition to get those calls are a lot harder. So apparently what people have been seeing, observing, um, they've been spotted, people have been spotted, according to this article in Engadget, placing phones in trees outside of Whole Foods and Amazon delivery stations in Chicago suburbs. Drivers who are in on the scheme then sync their phones to their devices in the trees. Amazon's dispatch system detects that the tree phones are nearby and sends the gig offers to those devices, which then hops back to the drivers receiving those, despite them being blocks away. They have a closer proximity because of the phones in the trees hanging out closer to the place. Um, So they get often an easier um, chance at getting some of those gigs before other people. So, what? <laughs> uh, so, so that's one part of the situation. But also, it's okay. Amazon's come to the rescue, and they have foiled the plot using phones and trees to get more deliveries. Also, going to engage it here with the story that we have linked. Um, <laughs> so they they said that the the effort only required altering a quote a few lines of code. Um and could create a dead zone around a place like Whole Foods to prevent gaming attempts. Uh, your orders could take a little longer to arrive, but it also ensures a fair distribution of the work. So, so they're just gonna put it at the Target across the street. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I mean, guess like, right. You figure out where the dead zone is, right? Uh, Katie, have you been following this story at all? That's so funny. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a fun workaround. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll we'll always be hacking, right? Well, I'm wondering, like, if there was that much work to be had, like, were you really waiting there that long for the next order? Well, like, no, why I think couldn't... no, no. It, it it's so competitive that you're not getting orders. Like, there, okay. there's too many people on. Because they have nothing else to do, all of them sign up for Amazon Flex. So they're okay. So it's there's more delivery drivers than yes. there are. Uh, that's what I'm gathering. Days. It's like uh, I have a feeling it would be a problem if you hopped on Uber Eats right now, because all the drivers probably flipped over to that exclusively. So versus, um, I think some people had uh, issues with wait times and surge pricing because there are no cars out there right now. Um, that somebody was telling me about last week. So yeah, like the whole, the whole supply and demand is completely off kilter because of everything that's happened based on how these things were built, you know, in a quote unquote normal economy. Um, so yeah. Phones and trees guys. Jeez. The next uh, big thing. The next big thing. <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys got some back to back Google stories. I see here at the bottom. Uh, Chilla hit me with yours first, please. What, so, so mine was more of just a blurb that I saw on one of my favorite sites to visit xda developers.com. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the Google phone app is coming to non-Pixel devices, which oh. is interesting because it helps detect spam and fraud callers, Okay, which I, I will say I really like even just the baseline built-in stuff that I'm getting out of, um, I'm guessing it's AT&T because like I'll now get spam risk or telemarketer mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so super useful. Um, plus I use another third party that's also free to kind of do a, a check on the number. And if it's a known telemarketer from them, they're not allowed to leave a voicemail and it pretty much gives me a single ring and then sends them off into a void. Um, but I feel like Google doing this, what are they then doing with that data? Not that the third party I'm using isn't probably collecting it because if I mark something that I do pick up that is spam as spam in their system, then they know when it calls other people um, that there's a high likelihood of spam. But I, I just feel like, what again, what is Google going to do with this? And I think I read or at least saw there's a screen call option which I'm not 100% sure happen, what happens with that, but I'm wondering if it's like where I can have Google make my next hair appointment or, hmm. or doctor appointment. It would be interesting to see how the Google brain handles screening that call. Hey, yeah. So this could be something along the lines of, is this like my Google voice for my business? Like It's like, hey, give your first name, and it calls and gives your first name kind of thing. Like, is it? Do you think it's asking this of the person calling? If you're set up with this number, like Google kind of does the handoff and says, "What is the reason for this call?" I see your business. What are, what are you calling about? And maybe it. Com- what would be really cool is if it could carry on a little bit of conversation and decide mm. and, and show you the transcription as it's or, talking. Or is it a situ- or is it a situation where if a call is outcoming from this location, like I'm seeing examples here in the article that you shared from uh, an airline that says flight time changes or a, a, a bank that says confirm transaction activity. Like if there's like a, you know, reasonable, you know, call reason that, 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 you usually get maybe it's something that's registered in Google business, right? Mm-hmm. So that could be helpful. I, so this is something that'll come across Android phones. Like and that, it, uh, kind of it, it was already available. I think on the pixel line. Okay. Okay. It was, it was available on pixel and Android one mm-hmm. last month. Um, and then, or wait, uh, just came preloaded on pixel and Android one devices last month. They released to some other non pixel, and in today's release, they said that it'll be available on even even it'll be available on even more Android devices. I would so, like I would like to see. I wonder if that, well, this uh, hopefully this is a feature that Apple sees and, and kind of grocks a little bit um, in coming releases too. Because I, I, I well, we're already kind of getting more information on calls with this next release, aren't we? From Apple, nothing like this, obviously. But you know, I think one of the things you're getting verified notification so that okay it can it's a, what have you ever and I, this has happened to me like probably a handful of times less than 10 but more than two mm-hmm. you get a call and it's from like a number that looks somewhat familiar and you're like well i know people from this area should i pick mm-hmm. it up nah but then they don't leave a voicemail like it, it's yeah it's like yeah mm-hmm. 
So like, I'm like, oh, well, if they didn't leave a voicemail and it's kind of from a number that I kind of know, I'll call them back. And then it's like, hey, I got a call from this number. I didn't call you. And it's because someone spoofed their phone number. Mm-hmm. Um, they're supposed to be able to do kind of a verified call handshake with the phone company that actually owns that phone number to guarantee that the number's coming from like the number that it, it claims to be. And I apologize. So that, Katie. That's the one thing I'm interested in. Ver- the verified call feature. I apologize, Katie, because I realized that these were pretty much the same story that you guys had here. <laughs> oh, I, I apologize. I, I didn't really, I didn't read hers. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw two things that said Google and they were different enough for me not to realize they were talking about the same thing. And so, so Katie's just, should, she's just been sitting over there and be like, sorry about that. <laughs> no, I would love if Apple could, I think Apple is the worst at deciding what's, a potential spam because mm-hmm. I'll get one potential potential spam call in weeks, yeah. but I'll get a bajillion actual spam calls. Now wait, now wait, is that an Apple thing or is that your provider? Well, because provider. I'm pretty sure that for Ooh. like like I'm seeing it a lot more, and no, and you're right, it's not consistent at all. Um, yeah. But like I believe that is through the like AT and T Verizon themselves. With that, Verizon stinks at it. <laughs> it's very possible. No, it's absolutely possible. Um, like AT and T's isn't bad, mm-hmm. but I hear T Mobile's is like one of the the better one, the, okay. the best. Yeah, yeah. They also have a lower volume, probably of calls. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, wild thing over the weekend. I was at a place in Pittsburgh that had no service for AT and T and Verizon, but had amazing service for T Mobile slash Sprint. I guess right now, um, that was weird. <laughs> so, uh, but I guess being in a city, it was a little better covered. Maybe I don't know how that works. So. Uh, but uh, anecdotally, that's a that's that was a weird thing. Katie, I want to make up for the Google faux pas and uh, ask you about Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk about Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't I don't think we actually ended up um, talking about how um, I don't remember if we talked about this last week. I don't even know where Matt half the time <laughs> about how. Um, Aren't you using at home? <laughs> yes, I know. It's just like the same thing every day. Um, but we were talking. Uh, we, I don't know if we actually talked about it on the show. But um, Facebook was shutting down ads the week mm-hmm. before um, elections because they're trying to like political ads the week before elections because they're trying they know that this impacts the results of the election and blah blah blah. They're finally admitting to this, and so now they're asking folks to they're going to pay some people to deactivate their Facebook and Instagram accounts. Uh, to like right before the election and like up to six weeks afterwards, and they'll have to do surveys and see how like certain key political attributes, like and behaviors, um, like what what it, if there was a difference between people who had their Facebook and Instagram active versus ones that did not. Mm. So that's pretty interesting, and you could make up to a hundred and twenty dollars. Woo! <laughs> Look out! Now we are talking. <laughs> so i first of all the political one the, the the political ads thing so yes i i i saw a little bit more research on that this mm-hmm. they're limiting new ad spends so mm-hmm. if you if they had a campaign coming through from before that so you're gonna you're still gonna see biden and trump ads right but if something drops two days before the election you shouldn't see a political ad about that thing 
right? Mm-hmm. Ideally. So that's so like and I don't know if those people were allowed to make new ads technically. Um it was a little sketchy. Like it wasn't a flat you won't see ads. It's not mm-hmm. like it was it was just kind of limiting them, I guess. Um which and, Facebook can do because you have to register to begin with right. to post political ads. So they're right. already going to have, you're going to have to go through this verification process. You can't just kind of like start, like jump into that this week. I'm going to do political ads. Yeah. And then that also, yeah. And that also makes me wonder who's going to try to shove some, I guess they verify everything. Right. So ideally you shouldn't be able to shove out something that's a political ad under the guise of another ad. Right. Mm-hmm. Or would you, maybe that's something that that's the next thing to get gamed. So, so what you're saying is if I want to run political ads closer to election, I have to spend more money to start running them earlier. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Chilla, Chilla has, Chilla has, has the, uh, uh, passed the Dutter school of political social media. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. Uh, your, your diploma is in the mail. So yeah. so it's just so it's just another way to make more money. Well, I, I, well, yeah, no, but they're they're still limiting. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen in the meantime. I mean, I, listen, Facebook has a person embedded in both campaigns. They're they're getting taken care of now. These other packs and stuff that that you know could be accused of disinformation or whatnot, um, more so than the original. The uh, campaigns themselves, I guess. Um, those are the ones I think ideally that could have an issue if I'm reading this correctly. But, anyways, there was the other part about the thing you were just talking about. Oh, so I want to get paid. Not this is a research project, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is like this is Facebook taking a look at how much they affect people during elections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just, I was so. During the election, they're going to figure this out. And hopefully they didn't do anything wrong during this election this time, I guess. Or got gamed or whatever the case may be. It seems, I don't know, it seems counterintuitive to me on paper. I I know there's more to it than what the headline reads. But, um, yeah. Well, well, it's interesting because they're going to be inviting the people to participate. So now we're going to see an uptick in scams. Oh no! Share <laughs> this post, and you, and we'll give you ten bucks to deactivate your account, and I'll get mm-hmm. sent to the red side or the blue side, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the next one. I mean, they're already lousy with that. You know how many? Yeah, Chilla, if you just send me your bank account uh, information, mm-hmm. I'll get your diploma out to you very quickly. <laughs> yes, you, you just need my my bank account and my social security number, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. 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 <laughs> It hurts. It hurts my soul. Uh, <laughs> usually, this is wrestling stories that are doing this to me later in the night. Um, I need something. I need something happy to talk about. You guys, this is for you guys because I don't have a Nintendo Switch and they don't have apps coming out anymore. Um, and I stopped playing Mario Kart. So uh, <laughs> uh, it is uh, the 35th anniversary of Mario. Mario games out the wazoo for you, including both of you I know are online Switch players. You're going to get 35-player Super Mario Brothers coming up, amongst a lot of other things. Did you guys uh, check out some of the uh, Super Mario announcements this past week? I I saw they were re-releasing, was it Mario 3D? 
the and like there was like a three pack, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a there's, so they're they're releasing Super Mario All Stars, which is like the old 2D um uh, uh Nintendo games released on Super Nintendo version. That's coming to your um store on on your online uh, with the rest of your Super Nintendo games. But they're also doing a Super Mario 3D All Stars, I believe it is. And that is going to include uh, like Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, and is it Mario 64 remastered as part of that, I think? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, which that's awesome. Um, like, you know, Sunshine is definitely probably a, not, not a lot of people probably. Play. I loved Galaxy. I did play through the first Galaxy game and it was fantastic. So, um, uh, Katie, you're excited about getting some Mario on? Oh, I want to check out that 35 Battle Royale. <laughs> mm, you've been playing a lot of that 99 player Tetris? No. Uh-uh. No? I need to do that's, that. I like, I, I like jumping in there because that's a fun, quick... Yeah. That's, a, th- those, oh. that's the thing that almost got me to buy a Switch. <laughs> I was just like, buy a Switch, drop 20 bucks for the year, and let's just go. You know, and play Nintendo games on this thing. So, uh, By the way, side note, um, we talked about this last night on the wrestling show, Katie. Um, but Chilla, there was a gentleman that, that fought our very tall friend, PB Smooth, uh, this past weekend. His name is Big Game Leroy, and he had a Nintendo Switch, and he was playing his Nintendo Switch while he was wrestling. Wasn't he worried about breaking it? I don't know. He was playing it while he was wrestling. I was hoping Katie would have caught what game he was playing, because he handed it off to somebody at ringside that was that was over by where she was sitting. But uh, <laughs> But yeah. No, well, so he had it off for a little bit of the match, you know. Also, like, dude's like seven foot tall that he was up against. He was not six foot, probably. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, that was until it wasn't a light. It was full on, full on. Like, yeah, you're not yeah. going to get be able to replace that if something happens. To yeah, it. yeah. I would be too nervous. It's on. It's on Twitch. They they stream the entire event on Twitch. It was the uh, Polycult party. Uh, it, here in Pittsburgh is kind of just a backyard wrestling show with some very not usually backyard wrestling. So um, I'll, I'll share with that you big Leroy, big game Leroy on the Twitter uh, if you want to follow him there. And actually, I did a little a sh- couple short interviews with him that will be popping up on IndieWrestling.us social media as well. So um, Riz, did you ask him what game he was playing? I did, I asked him before. I talked to him before. I didn't catch up with him later. So. Okay. Mm, uh, let's see, Riz. Uh, the only thing that I was ha- that I wish was happening was HD graphics for Mario sixty four. I mean, I still kind of want to play it all on the Switch. So they're not upgrading the graphics for sixty four. Like, I, well, well, they're probably smoothing it. I'd imagine, right? Like, they're, they're not. You're not just going to play the old pixely uh, sixty four edition of that. I mean, even Perfect Dark looked a lot better on my Xbox <laughs> than it did back then in the in the rare collection. So. Um, I was playing Perfect Dark for a little bit because I, I never played that back. Like, I, I had a copy of the game, but I never really got into it. Like late in the site, like after the N64 went away. Um, but it was kind of interesting to play on an Xbox with like everything was cleaned up, <laughs> but everything was still very N64 blocky, but cleaner. I may I may have that in like the free downloads yeah you might you might uh i have it on game pass uh i've never played it perfect dark zero was the was the sequel they put on the xbox 360 um so it but still kind of suffers from early xbox 360 (laughs) uh first person syndrome you know so anyways 
Now, cool stuff happening there. Also interesting, there is an, a real-life RC car. I think it was like an AR game you played with your Switch as well as a part of this. Um, I Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. So there's a camera on the RC car that you'll see on your Nintendo Switch. So you see the track on the floor, like AR-wise, on the Switch as you play the real car in front of you. I'm wondering, like, I, I did see that one. I, I was All I could think was, like, do I have to clean off enough floor area? Yeah, you're also like, do I have or, enough open or is space? Or is it going to make, like, a track out mm-hmm. of, like, I'm, am I going to have to go around the dining room table and then, like, around, like, through the kitchen and make a tight turn? Like, I'm interested to see how they do this. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it could be a lot of fun. And everybody's house could be a different track. So players will be able to create tracks, even seemingly complex ones, by peppering their floor with coarse gate markers, um, but they haven't really fleshed out what that that concept is going to be. So ideally, I I think it is um, you lay the markers for the track, and then the switch kind of connects those dots and develops a track around it, from what I can tell. Things make sense. You map the trap track itself, and you do one lap to create the track. Yeah, yeah. And then it just it probably just fills in like we're going to put stuff throughout the track um, here and there too. But like, so. are the, the car is going to be able to go faster if I mm-hmm. like get a mushroom. Like, like this could be kind of I don't know. It could be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had the open space and <laughs> oh, it could be fun. No, I like it. It's like a hundred dollars though, so. You want to get into the RC cars? I can't remember what the the one that would, like uh, Apple had on stage at one of the. Oh, there, yeah, you get those. Yeah, those uh, Argo racers. Was it? Yeah, um, I think that's Argus racers, something like that. Yeah, it was something similar where it would. I, I, I think it's more or less the same thing. It didn't have a camera on the car, but it did create that kind of AR car kind of situation, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, Ponder asks, can you add dogs and cats as obstacles? I, I hope that there's like a special, like if a cat rolls through and knocks over your car, <laughs> uh, situation, you know, to it's just, here comes a giant Koopa Troopa, big furry Koopa Troopa, but yeah, <laughs> something like that. Oh, geez. Is it that time? Did we, <laughs> did we show enough today? <laughs> Where's the, uh, what else we got here? Anything else? Um, Floating store in Singapore. Apple store, that is. Can't innovate my ass. Actually, everything Apple builds these days looks like an atrium. It's a I don't know if I want a floating store. It's in it's in the Singapore, in the nice neighborhood down there. It just looks like a big it's a big egg on the water with apples stuff in it. And trees. It's a lot of trees. Always a lot of trees. Looks nice. That's nice. I believe they're aren't they doing the uh, the event next week from the gardener or something over there? I know something something different was listed. Uh so quick local story over in the Fox Chapel Giant Eagle. Apparently, and I'm still kind of grasping all the ins and outs of this one. It was a venture beat article. Um, so always the most readable on the go. Uh, but uh, so, so 
they have so Giant Eagle, our local chain here, if you're from out of town, uh, they have teamed with a company called Grab and Go. Grab and Go. Grab and Go. It's Grab and Go without the D in all one word, basically. It's a cashierless checkout system in Giant Eagle. Uh, yada 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 proprietary hardware visually fades into the store ceilings um they talk about how other providers are using off-the-shelf camera technology that results in much less natural comfortable shopping environment um so they say that their systems machine learning algorithms got our buzzwords in guys drink uh can uh, recognize objects within with a claim of 99.9 percent accuracy and unlike Amazon Go, which uh, requires customers to download an app and log into an account before they begin picking things off of shelves, grab-and-go powered stores remain um, retain the existing cashier setups. Shoppers can check out conveniently with all their cards and SNAP benefits uh, or can opt in the cashierless experience with the app. So you do need the app to go cashierless. Or you can still go and check out i guess at the cashier um well i I would expect some kind of app to go cashierless or how are they going to know how i'm paying so and you will you still do need to um whereas here's the difference the thing is the key difference amazon go you grab the thing it sees it no you checked in in the app so it sees you and connects you with that account right in this it sees you grab all the things but then you have a QR code on the app that you do scan on the way out the door that confirms everything. That's where the link kind of comes back together. Interesting. Or if you get nervous about that, you can go to a cashier. So I'll tell you what I've done the I've done the, and I, I can't, I, I felt so uncomfortable and totally expected to, like get stopped on the way out of the store. Oh, uh, Sheets. Sheets have done this a few times. No, the Apple Store. Or, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, well, there's, there's the Apple Store, but Sheets has a thing where I can scan and check out on my phone. Mm-hmm. Pay for the thing. Pay for the candy bar on the phone and walk out. Like, I feel weird every time it happens. I haven't done this much lately. But like when this all started up and, you know, all these issues started up, I would go pre-order my Sheets MTO grab it off the shelf, grab a drink and a candy bar, and then end up grabbing one too many things that makes everything awkward, and then just check out on the app and go, so I wasn't interacting with anybody. So, it was kind of interesting. But but again, same same issue, right? So, yeah, at least you interact with somebody before you walk out at the Apple store. No, I use the thing where oh, you go in right. and you... I use the, the Apple store app scanned the device, paid for it with my Apple ID, and literally, like, walked out. I felt so, like, I can't, like, I can't believe someone's not stopping me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it was like a, it was a, like a $50 wireless charge, charging <laughs> device. But I didn't, it was Christmas time, and I didn't want to wait. And I was just like, oh, this is easy. Bam, bam. Walk right out of the store. Uh, from the chat, uh, uh, just to uh, catch up on a couple of things, Amanda's saying that there was a Hot Wheels one of these last year with the uh, the AR situation. My dog, there's a lot, there's there's some machinery outside, so the dog's going nuts. They're doing a lot of stuff lately. Uh, Amanda also uses a sheet scan and go all the time. The line at Bethel's too long anymore, and I don't, yeah, the lines everywhere are too long because everybody's being careful, so you don't want to be in any of them. Walmart's been just 
stupid every time I've been in there. Um, and Amanda says if she loves what customers do at the Apple Store, she can't be in five places at once. Yes, I'm sure that helps a little bit. I need a dongle. You dongles are <laughs> over here, sir. Uh, so, anyways, ooh, just got some interesting news for the wrestling show tonight. But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Katie. Are you you, you going to field trip over to Fox Chapel at some point and try this thing out? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it sounds interesting, but I just I don't know. Like I just under under normal circumstances, would you? Yeah, be? it would be a different story. Like yeah. it was just something fun to go try, but like right now, it's just like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's it's kind of a, I want to go check this out, but I don't want to be in a grocery store. Reminds me, I have an Instacart order I got to put back, put in. So, uh, <laughs> so. But uh, oh, what did we send? What's what's in here? What'd you send me? What'd you send me? I just, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get going very. Well, soon. it is it's time a, for all just, of us to go. John Chilla back to school at Chilla yeah. on the Twitter. Yeah. Yes, Chilla on the John Chilla on the Facebooks. There you go. And then Katie, uh, you are on. The Twitter, you said you've been tweeting a bit more. Kay Dutter's over there. Yeah, I, I asked uh, Big Game Leroy what he was playing. Yay! I haven't gotten a response yet. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I don't know why we haven't asked him yet. Why didn't we ask him last night? I followed him. <laughs> Jeez. I'm using Twitter to get the dirt. Come on. Come on. Yeah, pull it all together. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us at Sorgatron on the Twitter. Please go check out all the great things happening over at SorgatronMedia.com as well. Um, we have, of course, our good friends uh, on the network, our friends at Thrifty, our friends at uh, uh, Bardic Mystery Tour. If you check out, I should be dropping in podcast form in the next couple of days. I'll figure out kind of how to put this together for everybody. Uh, we did a Dungeons & Dragons game with Pro Wrestlers, uh, our second edition, but this time with people in the studio, socially distanced, had a lot of fun with that, producing that. Um, and we did a big session for that. So if you like listening to uh, D&D campaigns, it'll be interesting. And, and of course, they're wrestlers, so they're going to be um, really fun in character, especially especially Justin Idol had a lot of fun with his uh, sword, Bonar, um, and dinosaur, apparently. <laughs> so and there'll be clips coming out over there as well. Also, um, shout out to our friends at the Broadcast Podcast that won a uh, Golden Quill Award last week. And I believe that was in Amplifying Women's Voices in Pittsburgh. So um, a shout out to um, uh, Kim Lyons and Natalie Bensavega. I think I said her name right. <laughs> so she was in here a couple of weeks ago, so I've had practice lately. Um, but uh, yeah, no, thank awesome things going on. Uh, with the broadcast, and uh, hopefully you'll have a little bit of reboot that coming out. The, the, the post-COVID edition of that show will hopefully be forming soon, so uh, keep an eye out for that, too. Thank you, everybody. Uh, if you're live, stay tuned. Check out Wrestling Mayhem Show at 9 p.m. And if you're on the podcast, check it out anytime, and this as well. We'll see you guys next time. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.